Welcome to RADcast, a series of youth-created podcasts showcasing the Allegheny Regional Asset District, RAD, which provides financial support to Allegheny County's libraries, parks and trails, arts and cultural organizations, regional attractions, sports and civic facilities, and public transit. I'm Auda Chuck. Joining me this week is Morgan McRae. Yeah, Ada, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. And, you know, we were both summer Radcasters, and Radcast is basically a program where a cohort of students go through and make pieces about all the regional assets, and they're going out and doing interviews and seeing these assets really for what they are all summer, and it's really a great opportunity. I love the pieces I did. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, me too. It was so satisfying to be able to connect to both like the small businesses that we were able to talk to, the producers, the directors, whoever you were talking to really. Like you were able to build so many connections with both like the radcasters like you and me, yeah. but also with the people that we were able to interview and it was a really, really rewarding experience. This episode includes segments on the Pittsburgh Puppet Theater as well as the Acord Park. But first, we'll be taking a closer look at the Children's Museum. Have you ever been to the Children's Museum? If I have, it was when I was really young and too young to remember. But mm-hmm. in coming here for the last two years, I've seen like a couple different things just in my walkthrough. Mm-hmm. Have you? Yeah, in Texas, we had a really small one, like back in my old town. And it wasn't really educational. It was more like a bunch of random toys for little kids where we could like play with our kitchen sets and stuff like that, right? It was very much like meant to like keep your kids busy when the parents are going off to work. Mm. But it was still a really fun experience. Did it have like a daycare approach? Like you just stay? Yes. Absolutely, oh, okay. yeah. You, like, you drop your kids off, you do the thing, the kids will play around, try not to get too, into too much trouble, and you kind of go about your day. But I feel like it's a lot more interactive with both the parents and the children because it's a lot more educational, so you're supposed to like engage your kids in like, whatever you're doing. And that's something that Mary really looks at in her piece, so let's listen to it. Since its founding in the old Allegheny Post Office in the north side, the Children's Museum of Pittsburgh has been an interactive learning environment for area youth since 1983. I sat down with Executive Director Jane Werner to talk about the importance of museums in kids' lives. Kids spend a vast amount more time in independent learning or in informal learning settings rather than schools. But we focus so much time on schools that we forget that something like 65% of kids' time is really spent out of school. So I think you have to make experiences for children rich no matter where. The Children's Museum is certainly a rich experience for kids. With a constant rotation of temporary exhibits, such as the Tough Art Exhibit, which invites artists to create and perform art alongside visitors. There's also permanent exhibits, including a garden, a nursery for quiet play, and a makeshop for kids to create using real materials and tools. Just walking through the museum is a way for visitors to learn and interact with their environment, as immersive artwork lines the walls. Speaking of exhibits, choosing what to highlight is one of the more important things the museum has to decide. You know, how we choose exhibits is kind of more of an art than a science. Um, We actually do try to figure out what is interesting to kids. And then we try to also think about what's really important. So, you know, right now we did the kindness exhibit upstairs because I think it's really important to be kind. In fact, kindness is one of the pillars of the museum's mission statement. So our mission statement is to provide innovative museum experiences that inspire joy, creativity, curiosity, and kindness. So we try to really look to our mission statement when we decide what exhibits we're going to be doing. 
With all the ways to play, learn, and grow, the Children's Museum creates many opportunities for visitors to connect with each other and the world. Families can come in and fall in love with their kids all over again because you know, they see their kids doing something that they never thought their kids could do. And I always like when kids surprise their parents. And that happens on a fairly regular basis here. I just love when parents and children are together learning. To learn more about how to experience the joys of the Children's Museum of Pittsburgh, visit pittsburghkids.org. Mary, we really loved your piece, hearing it was absolutely excellent, and we know that you put a lot of really hard work into it, but we had a couple questions for you about it that we wanted to ask you today. Okay. Yeah, so my question for you personally was, did you ever visit the Children's Museum yourself when you were young? Yes, I did. We went to a lot of museums in Pittsburgh, but the Children's Museum was one that we went to a fair amount. Speaking of like your experience with it personally in your childhood, you mentioned in your piece that the Children's Museum has temporary exhibits and they have permanent. So what are your thoughts about the flow of temporary exhibits in spaces like the Children's Museum? Do you think it kept you engaged? Do you think it like made you want to come back more? Temporary museums are good in lots of ways because it can like make you pay more attention and think about it more since you know it's not always going to be there. And I definitely think in a place like a museum where they try to keep a lot of things similar like any of the art pieces and stuff like that, the walking in and knowing some things are going to be the same and some things are going to be different would be really important. I agree. Do you think that like more places with spaces for youth should do things like that? Yeah, I definitely think more places should do that. And it's kind of hard because when you're thinking about it, you're like, how many places really are there for kids? You can't really like change up the local park or something like that. So I think it is something valuable that other places could adopt. But I also think it's one of the things that makes museums unique. Mm -hmm, absolutely yeah like the children's museum has so much charm to it but also so much to offer to its people and i feel like with your piece you really brought that home so thank you for that yeah thank you all right mary well that's all the questions we have for you thank you so much for joining us mm -hmm, we love yeah thanks for you. inviting me of course up next we have the pittsburgh public theater covered by jennifer lynn Morgan, do you have any experience with theaters yourself? I do. I was a theater kid for like eight years. From like second grade until the middle of last year, I was very active, did all the school plays, mm -hmm. always audition. Like in general, theater after you go to middle school is a full-time mm -hmm. commitment. It is like you either do it fully or you don't do it at all. Yeah. And I had to step back for my uh -huh. mental health. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> theater kids are crazy passionate about what they do. And you'll really see that like vigor and enthusiasm for their craft, especially in this piece, I hope. So we'll check that out today. Yeah. Have you ever been to the legendary Sherwood Forest? Most people haven't, but I would like to say I have. Join the Pittsburgh Public Theater as they venture out to provide artistic and diverse experiences of the best quality. Centered in the Cultural District, the professional theater company advocates the use of art to transform and connect its audience. In the mission to share their resources through education and fun activities, PPT has brought people together from all over town. I was able to attend one of Pittsburgh Public Theater's summer performances in July of 2022. PBT retold a humorous and playful version of Robin Hood, written by award-winning playwright Greg Banks and presented by M. Patrick Daniels Fund of the Pittsburgh Foundation. The performance was held at the Hardwood Acres Amphitheater, instead of the usual O'Reilly. 
as I watched the tale of good versus evil unfold, I was able to enjoy one of Allegheny County's beautiful parks and imagine myself in the real setting of the Sherwood Forest. Over 150 people gathered together to enjoy the engaging performance. The stage set was filled with colorful trees, blending into the natural setting of hardwood acres. And while I knew the people on stage were just actors and actresses, the charming costumes and great performances persuaded me otherwise. Throughout the performance, I admired how the cast continuously included the audience, whether it was bringing kids up on stage or singing along. Everyone enjoyed a good laugh. Specifically, my favorite moment was when the cast asked the entire audience to stand together and recite lines. Many kids jumped up recited on top of their lungs, and laughed while sitting back down. Even adults joined in too. And truthfully, I never thought a Robin Hood performance could bring an unfamiliar group of people together through a one-line sentence. But the Pittsburgh Public Theater did just that. My secret's out. This is my first theater show I ever went to. I admit, I expected a classic performance with light laughter. However, that was not what I signed up for. Joining the PPT, I've discovered that theater can be depicted in many different ways. A great performance does not have to be located in a classical theater. As Robin Hood was, the outdoor setting was a delightful touch that brought Robin Hood's fantasy to life. But most importantly, it was the community that made my first ever experience memorable. I felt like I was part of a story, not just Robin Hood's story, but the story of those around me. The shared laughters, awes, and sighs I experienced shaped the performance to symbolize something very meaningful to me, unity. I was able to meet new people and create exciting friendships. This brought significance to the fact that theater does not only provide a performance, it also provides a new outlook on friendship and a place where noteworthy memories are made. The Pittsburgh Public Theater is continuing their season, featuring fresh performances throughout the year, whether it's at the park, in the theater, or even outer space. It is worth taking a chance to join PBT in their mission and using art to unify the community. Thank you, PPT, for having me and opening my eyes to the great works of theater art. Now I'm able to say that not only have I seen my first theater performance, but I have traveled to the legendary Sherwood Forest and created friends along the way. For more information or to learn about the Pittsburgh Public Theater, please visit their website, ppt.org. Finally, we're covering Accord Park by Jack Dolan. And I'm really excited about this piece personally because I love parks. I love going to parks. I have ever since I was really little, but I've never been to this park. So, right. let's, so let's, let's take a listen. Mm-hmm. If you grew up living in the Avonworth area, you will know what Accord Park is. Almost everyone I know that goes to Avonworth with me has some sort of connection to the park, whether it was through softball, baseball, the pool, the playground. They all have some memory of the park. Acord Park was founded in 1907 by the Joseph Horn Company's Wholesale Division. The Joseph Horn Company was a regional department store chain around the Pittsburgh area. The 52 acres of land that they purchased were meant to be a summer camp for the 200 junior employees of the company. So Avonworth is the school district itself, and it is comprised of five different municipalities. That's Ohio Township, Kilbuck, Ben Avon, Ben Avon Heights. They formed a municipality that supports the park to create Avonworth Community Park. That was Kristen Bennett, the co-chairman on the executive board for Acord Park. The park is located within the Avonworth School District and it provides a place for people who live in and around the district to gather. It is our responsibility as Avonworth Community Park to be just that, something for the community. Uh, What we have for our baseball and for our softball, we give the park for free for these services so that the children are able to have the park. We also have our YMCA camp sponsored here. We also have a lot of day camps and other camps that happen here as well. 
The people on the executive board of the Acord Park know how important it is for kids to have a place to go to have fun and to build friendships at that early age. They provide multiple activities that children at younger ages can enroll in. These activities build the children up into the adults they will become one day. I should know as I spent lots of summer days at the park playing baseball or just playing at the park in general. The park is not just for younger kids, however. They provide first jobs for kids in the area through their community pool or the maintenance crew. It is usually the kids' first jobs, and so the people who provide those jobs teach the kids how to act professionally. We do understand that this is most likely their first employment, so we may ensure that they understand um, how to conduct themselves, not only us, but with the public, which can be sometimes difficult to manage, and it's a great learning lesson for them, and they do a great job of it. We're very proud of them. If you want to find out more about Acord Park, visit their website, avonworthcommunitypark.org, or you could drop by to 498 Camp Horn Road right off Route 65. Thank you to Rad for all their support, Absolutely. and I'm excited to do more assets. Thanks for joining us on Radcast, episode one. We'll see you next time.